Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier Sugar-Free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Spooky Gay Bullshit. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. And this is our weekly hangout where we get to go over all of the spooky gay bullshit that we just didn't have time to cover on the main show. That's right. And it's Friday night. The vampires are slayed. That's Rojo Caliente. Mm-hmm. But there's one vampire that's still out roaming, and it's our cat behemoth who is currently circling around us because I kicked him out of his chair <laughs> yeah. to sit down and record this podcast. He's not happy about you kicking him out. Of- well, actually, I no. kicked him out of the chair. It's true. But so. it's the chair that I'm sitting in because my back hurts. Yeah, so and he's got a vendetta out on uh, both of us yes. right now. He is like, I'm a 10-year-old cat, a.k.a. I am a being that has seen many kingdoms come and go. I am, yeah. I am a timeless being in the vessel of a cat. And uh, I do not wish to dance with you mortals. Uh-uh. Yeah. So he's not having it. We've crossed him, and he will seek his revenge. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. Hi. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling gorgeous. Same here. I will say I've got my whole, uh, you know, in your 30s random back pain thing going on, but that's yeah. a tale as old as time. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just true. It happens to be a thing. I was talking to my bass teacher today, and he was like, yeah, somebody once told me that once you're in your 50s random back pain just to think like i guess his doctor actually told me he's like once you make it to your 50s you will have something wrong with your back it just it's inevitable everyone will unless you're just super lucky like yeah. unless you're like brigitte nielsen levels of lucky you know you just made i mean not she's because she's, she's so lucky so lucky in love if anything <laughs> but i was gonna say you know like you've made it through you're resilient you know yeah yeah i mean, <laughs> i just can't get past Bridget Nielsen level of lucky. <laughs> what does that mean? If that's what we have to look forward to, just like end it now. Whatever. I I, I think I just saw her doing a photo shoot for Vogue Scandinavia. Work. Honey. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Baby. Baby. Can't deny the surreal life. 
it it did its job yeah, anyway it sure did. sorry we've been also reliving the early 2000s vh1 of love series here in our household so uh-huh. i think our reference points are a little late right now they're usually late but yeah. now they're like real late but they're late in a funny niche way usually now i like I, to think i think they're just annoying right now but anyway we'll get into it so hi everyone it's friday we're feeling loose obviously and uh we've got a whole docket of spooky gay bullshit to get into we sure do this has been a real wild week hell yeah it's been wild wild week starring will smith and tommy lee jones yeah tommy lee jones wait no 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 that's you're thinking of men in black who was artemis gordon i i've never seen wild wild west johnny you are the wild wild west historian in the household oh well will smith selma hayek thank you move on (laughs) moving on okay moving on let's not mar the name of wild wild west while we are here (laughs) stopping on this reference yes my my very of the time reference As we were saying, we are very of the time. Oh, I'm a delight today. Yeah, so we've got a whole bunch of spooky gay bullshit to talk about today. And mm-hmm. is there anything that we need to go over before we uh, get into it? I don't think so. Okay. I think I think we're ready to just get into the spooky gay bullshit of it all. Beautiful. Okay, well, I will start us off then. So a hearty awa awa goes out to uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, Suzanne, for sending this in. This wasn't even really sent in under the, uh, I guess, the, gu- the guise of it being spooky gay bullshit for the show but this is a byproduct of when you know me and you send me weird news because you thought of me it might just end up on the show and you might just get a shout out so (laughs) if this is problematic i apologize and i hope i've caused you no professional duress as a uh result of the shout out i'm sure it's fine whatever (laughs) all right so to kick things off today i've got some news that comes out of scarborough in england not scarborough in ontario i was gonna ask yeah no i totally thought it was scarborough at first uh in ontario and i actually had a few questions but it it makes more sense when it's not scarborough ontario yeah i mean yeah what i was gonna say it's pretty ignorant ignorant for me to think that there is no other scarborough yeah but does that mean that uh simon and garfunkel weren't singing about scarborough ontario when they sang about the scarborough fair unfortunately i don't think they were okay i know my life has changed forever um but here's the thing uh it's definitely not scarborough ontario because it the news article that i was reading about this opened up with talking about the seaside town and that's what immediately made me go hmm not ontario mm-hmm. um so anyway the seaside town of scarborough england recently had a visitor during the holiday season which has just passed uh if you're listening to this in the future it's january 2023 as of right now mm-hmm. so in december of 2022 the community got a visitor who not only had a pretty major impact on the community of scarborough's holiday celebrations but left in a blaze of almost defiant glory so get this on december 30th 2022 the town of scarborough uk was visited by a large unapologetic walrus who was ultimately nicknamed thor by the community i know right Perfect. And this was a pretty special thing, considering that walruses don't tend to inhabit the area. And that's kind of spooky in and of itself, because they genuinely or they generally and genuinely occupy colder areas like the coasts of Greenland, Canada, Norway, even Russia. Um, Yeah. So that's probably why they called them Thor. I guess so. I mean, that would make sense. But the thing is, uh, people believe that because of global warming and uh, the breaking of sea ice or the destruction of sea ice that uh, walruses have been popping up in a lot of different areas including in the uk like this visitation from thor in scarborough so while it is 
interesting, it's not necessarily a good sign. Yeah. The thing is, uh, Thor ended up rolling up on shore on December 30th, 2022. Like I said, the community of Scarborough was so taken with his presence that they ended up cordoning off a space for him, and they even canceled the community's fireworks that were taking place the following evening to celebrate New Year's Eve, because they didn't want to potentially scare him. Oh, you know what? That is a good thing. Absolutely, because people are always freaking out animals with fire fireworks like you were even saying on new year's eve this year that you just want fireworks to go away altogether yeah because fleetwood was freaking out and then a few days after i actually read a story about a a one-year-old horse that died because it got so scared from fireworks that people were setting off for new year's oh yeah that was the reason that you uh were saying that we should just abolish fireworks altogether yeah yeah sorry i wasn't just trying to throw out that tyler was like giving hot takes on new year's trying to ruin anybody's fun (laughs) but yeah like it turns out they they can really do more harm than good Mm -hmm. so the thing is they ended up canceling the fireworks for thor so that thor could be at ease and it turns out that it actually worked in fact it worked so well and thor felt so at ease during his time at scarborough that some late night visitors of thor even witnessed him leaning back and using his flipper to masturbate out there in the open with (laughs) in front of everybody with absolutely not a care in the world so he was having his own personal fireworks absolutely Uh yeah maybe that's why they named him thor the hammer you know maybe you're right yeah Uh Mm. anyways So he was so relaxed, he started masturbating in front of a bunch of onlookers who (laughs) watched as he maneuvered his flipper to deliver ultimate pleasure. And as it turns out, the article I was reading through IFL Science about this uh, was saying that those onlookers kind of got off lucky, pun intended, because some walruses are actually known to perform oral sex on themselves. Really? Yeah. So thankfully, Thor didn't perform autophilatio. He just left it at a fin job. Oh, my God. Yeah. Regardless, wild sight to behold. (laughs) Now. The best part is Thor rolled up. They changed the plans for him. Uh He loved it. He jacked off. And then Thor split before (laughs) New Year's. Thor was literally out of there before New Year's Eve even hit. Oh, (laughs) you know who Thor embodies? Who? The energy of the Britney boat gay. You know the oh Britney my God. Boat gay? Oh, you mean the demon twink? The demon twink. The, yes, the yes, demon twink. Exactly. Okay, if you do not know who the demon twink is, I, there was a tweet that kind of went viral uh, about two summers ago, I guess. Yeah. It was from a Britney Spears boat party, and it was from a DJ. It was There was a series of tweets, um, and it basically started off, I've got it right here. There was a demon twink on uh, Britney boat last night, threw a drink at the DJ equipment, wouldn't get off the stage unless I stopped the music. Then the party ended and he's somehow in the VIP getting his ass ate like out in the open. <laughs> we had to literally tell him to stop and go home. Yeah. And uh, and then I guess they actually shared a photo of him at some point. Um, but yeah, I, this, this walrus is totally like the demon twink. Yeah. Thor is giving full demon twink energy. Hell yeah. And then rolls out of town is actually spotted about 100 kilometers north at the town of Blythe. Hopefully to not, you know, pull the page and run again. But uh-huh. I mean, that's Thor's prerogative. At it the sure end of the is. Day. But yeah, they didn't stick around for New Year's. I don't know if Scarborough ended up having their fireworks or not. But honey, there were fireworks that night <laughs> on that beach. Listen, I would take the spectacle of a masturbating walrus over the spectacle of fireworks any day. Yeah, but who's going to clean that up? I mean, the ocean. 
You know, nature will take care of it. Ooh. Wash it away with the tide, baby. Nature Wash it said, away with the tide. I got enough to deal with. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I just want to thank, again, Suzanne. And <laughs> hey. Hey. and I also want to thank uh, the article that I read all the information about this through because it kind of started off as a tweet, but it's been archived and documented as folklore tends to be. Uh, yeah. So thank you to IFL Science for UK Town Cancel New Year's uh, fireworks for walrus only for it to masturbate and leave published by rachel <laughs> funnel on january 3rd of 2023 oh my gosh we need like a classical oil painter to just mm-hmm. like depict this situation for so, the masturbating wall absolutely for the yeah. generations to come absolutely you and know? yeah totally paint that and then they should do like a little valkyrie uh hat on him with yeah, like the braids that's great yeah, i love that <laughs> that would be wonderful well thor i hope you reached valhalla let's just say that yeah I hopefully mean, it wasn't for nothing <laughs> yeah and valhalla is actually code for thor's dick so i guess uh, he did reach valhalla what if thor is just edging down the coast right now <laughs> <laughs> Thor is just like going town to town, just starting it and stopping it, you know? Uh-huh. And someday, anyway, whatever. Wow. Okay. Well, <sighs> what a great way to start the day. Yeah. I am going to bring things up, but I'm also going to bring things down. Okay. And my next piece of spooky gay bullshit is absolutely fucking wild like complete soap opera antics okay so not wild like a masturbating walrus named thor no okay wild in regards to conflama like this is the embodiment of conflama conflict plus drama wow yes but before i do get into it there i do need to give a brief contact warning sorry content warning sure uh that we will be discussing death by suicide so be aware that that is a part of the conversation duly noted but going forward uh much like the story that i told last week about a woman who faked her own death to escape debt oh yeah well there is now a a new story about a romance author who we believe to have been deceased but is very much alive as confirmed by her own admission. Okay. So back in October of 2020, it was announced that the author in question, named Susan Meachin, had unfortunately died by suicide. Now, the announcement, which was allegedly posted on a Facebook fan page called The Ward, uh, was posted by her daughter. And the news of Susan Beachin's passing seemed to kind of have a profound effect on her fans. Now, despite not being like a Joan Collins, Susan Meachin did have people who did follow her work as a self-published author of, quote, perfectly flawed romances okay that was her genre sure perfectly flawed romances for the perfectly flawed you exactly i love that well the thing is shortly after the news of her passing her daughter made a post about uh looking to hire an editor to copyright her mother's final story her final book that was going to be published posthumously on amazon and was going to be for sale for two dollars oh what a deal damn that's a steal (laughs) it sure is this economy Mm -hmm. but anyway this book named love to last a lifetime was eventually published posthumously as i said on october 30th 2020 now susan's 
daughter continued to make other posts, including a link to pre-order the book, a fundraiser for suicide prevention, but also allegedly there were other posts about a, a fundraiser for Susan's funeral costs. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that at the moment, I can't find any confirmation that funeral expenses were crowdsourced. Susan herself denies it but other people on the internet uh, some who seem to have been fans of her work claim that they did donate to her funeral costs at the time of the announcement of her death and so understandably when people found out that susan wasn't dead they were pretty upset by this conflama uh-huh susan announced her resurrection on facebook of all places by posting the following statement this is a direct quote I debated on how to do this a million times and still not sure if it's right or not. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. But my family did what they thought was best for me, and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand, and they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the ward the ward being the Facebook group, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now, and I am hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. End quote. Um, let the fun begin is a rather interesting point to leave on. Yeah, especially when you're admitting that you faked your own death. There's not a lot of fun to be had in this moment, I yeah. Would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Maybe, not the moment for fun. I might say let the questions roll in yeah let the discourse open up uh-huh let the bodies hit the floor Maybe, yeah um, that might be a bit dark but it might be y- yeah but not let the fun begin Mm-mm. like if you were looking to hire a copywriter or a copy editor now might have been the moment yeah now might have been the moment you know because that just this this did not hit with people sure. it did not hit with people in a good way so beyond being lied to people are just upset about how nonchalant susan was about her return quote unquote return because yeah. she really never went anywhere she was just masquerading on the on the facebook page as somebody else uh-huh. i i'm thinking maybe her daughter see this is where it gets confusing because she said that her family told her to fake her own death because she was being bullied online by other authors what it's confusing that yeah i okay people got questions and there aren't a lot of answers yeah i mean i've got questions i don't know if i care enough to even ask them what i will say is that i hope that this person gets the help that they need but that's exactly it yeah right because that's the thing like susan uh, okay so it they were being bullied and they felt like they needed to needed a way out sure and maybe that way out was ill-advised to Mm -hmm. stage your own death but it'd be like one thing to stage your own death and then just like completely disappear but it would be another thing to stage your own death and then stay around for two years posting not as yourself but as somebody else and doing all of these like posthumous things it's the two years of it all yeah Yeah. that's that's the real thing that gets me yeah yeah it just gets me questioning things i don't know exactly mm. yeah but again kind of like you were saying johnny like in my opinion i don't think that susan should be bombarded with vitriol over this because she clearly is someone uh who needs help acquiring the skill sets needed to cope with her mental illness yeah and i think relentlessly attacking her might just lead to an actual tragedy so yeah i think people need to be really careful about what they necessarily bring 
to that person. 1000%. But at the same time, people are justifiably upset, especially the people who were involved in this scenario. Um, because, yeah, this is, it's, it's shocking. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. That is so fucked up. Like, yeah. imagine if, like, Imagine if we did that. Right. You yeah. know, we're just like, like Whoa, we're gone. Yeah. People like actually mourned her. Yeah. People mourned her and grieved her. Like that's what pisses me off. Like as somebody who, anyway, sorry, again, I'm not trying to fucking come exactly. down on somebody who obviously needs help. Yeah. But ooh, that's, that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, I think the people that are involved do have a right to be upset. Yeah. They do have a right to ask questions, but I think like public, heavy public discourse and scrutiny maybe we need to think twice before we really kind of like hitch that because i mean the thing is the story about an author who faked her own death is shocking it's absurd it's total bullshit and that's yeah. why we're all talking about it right now but perhaps in the aftermath of the ooze and the oz of the situation the best thing that anybody can do going forward is to just to pay susan no mind like yeah. don't harass her don't rate her books don't buy her books like you don't have to support her you just don't like she is a liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm -hmm. um, well, that was but, like that JT Leroy person, remember, who yeah. pretended to be a, a homeless trans kid who was a sex worker. But wasn't. But yeah. absolutely wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Watch the documentary if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's very fascinating. Yeah, there are, there are a few of them out there, I believe. But in, in those kinds of situations and in this kind of situation, I think the best thing you can really do is ultimately just disengage, mm -hmm. you know? And that's 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 really it, because in the immortal words of that little girl from Vine, when there's too much drama at your school, all you got to do is walk away. And to dovetail onto that, in the immortal words of a little girl from Mob Wives, that shit's fucked up. <laughs> that shit's fucked up. Yeah, it really is fucked up. Yeah, this story is all over the fucking Internet right now. I can imagine. Yeah. And people are just like, whoa, 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 whoa. because it literally yeah. is soap opera antics. Like who actually fakes their own death? Oh, my God. Yeah, it totally is something out of a soap opera. And now I'm like, how many dead people do I know that aren't dead? Oh, I wouldn't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I would not go down that rabbit hole. Let's start digging them up. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I'm I, joking. Yeah. I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> Um, anyway, grandma, you are safe with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get away from this topic. Oh, I'll take my source. Thanks yeah. to usatoday.com and the author Barbara Vandenberg for the article. Author Susan Meachin announces she's alive years after a parent's suicide. We explained that was published January 4th, 2023. I know my grandma's dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a bit of her ashes waiting for me when I get home to spread. Well. Can you imagine? If I just go home and you just see me like shaking them, being like reanimate, reanimate. <laughs> just trying to glue it back together. Yeah. The super glue. Oh my God. No. <laughs> I cast them in Crafting resin. with grandma. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think some members of my family do listen. So hopefully you're the ones with senses of humor. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Well, whatever. They've had fucking like 30 how many years of me? 
Exactly. Yeah. They know my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've got the next piece of spooky gate bullshit. And uh, this is actually some grim news. So this is coming out of Lawrence County, Indiana, where a man named Sean Hayes, not that one. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-uh. There is a Sean Hayes, very famous Sean Hayes. A very famous Sean Hayes, but not this one. This is uh, S-H-A-W-N-H-A-Y-S, Sean Hayes. Uh, he's a man who is currently staring down a litany of charges, including murder, aggravated battery, reckless homicide, and abuse of a corpse after recently murdering his father, who Sean Hayes believed was not actually his father, but instead was a robot under the guise of his beloved father. Um, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So, of course, this was not the case, and Sean is obviously dealing with some form of mental illness, Uh but unfortunately, all of this has come to light now that it is too late. Yeah. So, at the end of December 2022, Lawrence County Sheriff's Department discovered the crime after being called to the home that Sean Hayes was living at um, to perform a welfare check. They'd been called there because uh, they had essentially been tipped off after Sean had been alleging on Facebook that his father had been kidnapped or killed and replaced with a robot that looks exactly like his father. Okay. Yeah. So when they got to the scene to see what was going on, to speak to his father, to speak to Sean, unfortunately, they found Sean Hayes in a truck trying to flee the home with a shotgun in the seat next to him. And there he told the police once they, you know, intercepted him in the front of the home um, that there was a, and this is a quote, a robot that looks like a human laying over there. I had to shoot it to destroy it. End quote. That's what he said to them. (gasps) That's horrifying. Yeah. So then at the front of the property, his father, Rodney, was found dead with gunshot wounds said to be in his head and his chest. And according to reports, his father's body was also partially dismembered. Uh, So it seems that attempts had been made to potentially hide the evidence. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, this hasn't gone to trial or anything. There haven't been like official statements. Well, I mean, official, official statements put out yet. Sure. So we don't know all of the nuts and bolts of it. The thing is, even if there was an attempt uh, to hide the evidence, that obviously was in vain. And uh, this has all come or come out into the public. Now, this is brutal. Like I said, I hope that Sean Hayes, not that one, gets the help that he needs. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and I also hope that his family is able to, you know, find justice in their loss. Um, because what a fucking brutal scene. Like, yeah. you know, it's pretty wackadoodle to think that, you know, somebody thought that their father was replaced with a robot. Um, and, and that's pretty wild in and of itself. But, ugh. In situations like this, and especially if you're like close to the people involved, it, it, it doesn't really, you have no place to, like, where do you place your feelings? Where do you place your emotions? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can look at it objectively and be like, this is somebody who really needs help. Yeah. But they've all, they've, they're also somebody who's done something absolutely horrible. The worst thing a person could possibly do. 100%. So it's just like, how do you. How do you cope with that? That's the thing. I don't really have the answer for that. No. But I, I just, I hope that, you know, the family is able to find some justice. And uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I really have to say about this one. There's nothing really to add at this point. We will let you know if anything develops in the uh, in the legal system. Um, but right now, I just want to thank my source. Thank you to KIRO7 News for a uh, man charged with killing, dismembering father, believed victim was a robot, published by Lauren Silver on December 26th of 2022. Dang. 
Yeah. See, it's James Cameron's fault. Why? Terminator 2. Oh. Making everybody think people are fleshy robots. Okay. In the same way that Steven Spielberg's responsible for people hating sharks, he actually apologized for that recently. Really? Oh. Yeah. You he feels what? really terrible about it. And that's valid. Uh -huh. See, I didn't really have the reference point for Terminator, so when you were like, oh, James Cameron, I was like, well, for Titanic? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, didn't you know Rose was a fleshy robot the whole time? I was going to say, I thought it was the old woman. <laughs> Yeah, Who, truly. A, a flesh and blood humid would not throw such a beautiful stone into the ocean. Thank you. Bitch. Thank Sorry. you. Yeah. <laughs> trying to square up with a robot here. Not the time. No. Okay. <laughs> not the uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got another piece of spooky gay bullshit. It's grim. Okay. But uh, but we can at least make fun of this person. Okay. Well, don't worry. I will end us on a light note today. So you... Do your worst. Okay. And uh, I'll pick up the pieces. So, you know the old saying, the, the higher the hair, the closer to God? Hell yeah, I do. Well, in the case of uh, Megan Hess, the higher the hair, the closer to prison. Okay. Because Megan Hess was just sentenced to 20 years in prison for illegally selling bodies and body parts of more than 500 people. Oh, that's not good. It's not good. But you know what else is not good? What? Megan Hess's hairdo. Like, we really just need to take a moment and <laughs> oh talk about this. Like, before I move on to the actual news, Okay. we just need to bask in this woman's uh, aesthetic. Okay, and that's the thing. You know you know us. You know our intentions. Usually we are not people who are here to reduce people to their physical forms. This is not one of those, like, oh, hello, actor who's done amazing things. Who are you wearing? You know, like, this isn't one of those moments. So, I'm assuming you have something objectively amazing to show me here. I do. Okay. And as I've already established, this is a really shitty person. Okay. They're in jail for 20 years for uh, fucking a lot of bad things. Duly noted. Um, okay. So, therefore... Fair game. And also, like, this is a this is a choice. Okay. She could change this. I'm so excited. <gasps> oh, my God. It is the circliest hair circle you've ever seen. It's, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amy Schumer once did a whole skit about hair circles, uh, and this is literally a hair circle. Yeah. This, you could draw, oh, my God, her chin <laughs> kind of connects the bottom of the circle <laughs> of her hair. It, like, her whole face. And her then, whole head and then she's got these big gold hoop earrings that also just look like big ringlets in her hair like yeah there's, just, there's a lot of and the cheeks are rouged like oh you if God. you could like pop her head off which you probably could well you definitely could if you tried um you could probably bowl with it because there's probably so much hairspray in that hair That's that it would be hard as a rock. Oh my god. She looks like a character from a Tim Burton movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think she'll be able to maintain this hairdo in prison? Absolutely. Yeah. She'll find a way. She will she find will, a way. She will she'll spray it extra hard before she goes in. Yeah. And that, or she'll she'll definitely find a maybe a prison concoction for stiffening hair circles. I'm sure there is one. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Definitely. Um, but the thing is now. <laughs> <laughs> now that <laughs> that hair now that we've dragged her yeah. let's get into like the bullshit that she actually did because just to remind you like i said she was just sentenced to 20 years in prison for illegally selling bodies and body parts of more than 500 people gotcha so 46 year old megan 
Hess once ran a funeral home, a crematorium, and a body broker business all under one roof in Montrose, Colorado in the United States. And I guess when it comes to the death industry, you might want to think twice before you go to the one-stop shop, because that seems to be how Megan Hess was able to, like, pull off these nefarious deeds. Okay. So according to the FBI, uh, Megan Hess was able to illegally sell bodies and body parts as a body broker by basically lying to the families who trusted her with their loved one's funeral arrangements. Really? So when Hess was hired by families to cremate the bodies of their dearly departed, she would ensure the families that their loved ones would be treated with dignity and respect, but that certainly is not what happened. Essentially, once the bodies were in her care, Hess would steal them by reselling them to oblivious institutions for scientific, medical, and educational purposes as a body broker. Because that's what body brokers do. Like if people are donating their bodies to science or something like that, they will be... the body broker is kind of like the middleman. Yeah, sure. The middle person who gives the bodies to these institutions that use them for good things. Yeah. Um, uh, things that are also approved. Yeah. Things that are agreed upon. Yeah, it's like if Robin Hood were a dealer, which, I mean, he kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Basically, when the families of the victims would come to retrieve the cremated cremated remains of their loved ones from Hess, Hess would give them ashes, but most of the time the ashes that they received were not, in fact, the remains of their loved ones. So she would just give them dupe ashes. What a douche. Yeah. Now, Hess never discussed nor obtained authorization for donation of uh, descendants' bodies or body parts for body broker services, and she... With the help of her mother, Shirley Coe, would create fraudulent documents and letters, which also resulted in additional charges of fraud. Now, for her part in the deceit, uh, Megan's mother, Shirley, was who's 69, was sentenced to 15 years in jail for mail fraud and aiding and abetting. Whoa. Like, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Holy now, shit. another aspect of these fraudulent charges pertains to the fact that Megan also sold body parts that were from people with infectious diseases. So thereby violating body broker guidelines and rules of transporting hazardous materials. So she sold these bodies knowing that the person died from an infectious disease or had an infectious disease and would then give them to these institutions. Jeez, and you'd see this person and just think that her hair was the worst choice that she had ever made. Right, it's a smokescreen. It's a distraction. Absolutely. Her hair really did hide secrets. Uh, Yeah, just like Regina George. But if Regina George were, you know, the woman who ran Candy Apple Dance Company on Dance Moms, do you remember her? (laughs) Dude. The Candy Apples Dance Center, I think it was. Oh my God. The rivals of the Abby Lee Dance Company. <laughs> yeah. The she Candy lo- Apple Dance Company. Fuck off. Yeah. It'd be like if Melissa McCarthy were playing the woman who ran the Candy Apples Dance Company in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I this should be turned into a movie. Hell like, yeah. This sounds like a, a good old lifetime movie. Do but, it. you know, give it a few years. Yeah. Give it a decade, maybe. Yeah, let it sizzle for a while. Yeah, don't do the Gabby Petito story. Oh, my God. Yeah, they did it, like, right after. And it was directed by fucking Thora Birch. 
Fuck you, Thor Birch. That's wild. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that... Mm, okay. okay. Okay, anyway, anyway, getting way off track. It's okay, but if you don't know what we're talking about, essentially we're not coming for Gabby Petito or that case or anything Absolutely like that. Absolutely But not. just in how uh, the media, like, you know, really kind of went hog on it in a kind of gross way. Anyway, we don't and, have to spend... And sorry. how quickly the fictionalized... Exactly. Uh, d- drama, drama came out. Yeah. Like the movie. It was less than a year after the actual crimes and it was already being dramatized it's just a little icky to me yeah anyway uh the fbi said of of megan and her mom shirley Mm -hmm. that they continued in their atrocities for years that they showed no remorse and they they continued to show no remorse even after they were exposed and arrested now megan's hess lawyer did try to explain that her behavior was a result of a head injury that she received when she was 18 which caused her mental health to decline over the years but unsurprisingly that explanation did not do much uh to help her in this case like can, yeah she she was accountable like she she had to take full accountability for this mm-hmm. you can't blame it on a on a head injury not no. to this degree no you know no a head injury doesn't make you accidentally sell 500 bodies no absolutely not so ultimately the structuring of the the business ensured that hess would always have a fresh supply of stolen bodies, which she could then later sell to unwitting customers who were unaware that the bodies had been stolen rather than donated. So since her scheme was found out, Colorado has amended its uh, immediately lax law around body the body broker business. And they did this to ensure that crimes like this will never happen again in the state of Colorado. And now that Megan and Shirley are locked away, it's, it's hoped that the family members and the loved ones of the victims affected might be able to find finally properly grieve mm-hmm. because that again you're playing with people's emotions you're playing with people's grieving processes it's just totally unfair absolutely and also kudos to like the fbi and the investigators for figuring this shit out and confirming like what had happened because the, because again this is if you think of like a perfect crime this would seem like the perfect crime because you're cremating bodies and then you're selling bodies these bodies are being obliterated and then you're forging the the fucking paperwork so the fact that they were able to figure this out and put all the pieces together and find the truth amongst all of this chaos is commendable mm-hmm. so anyway i just want to thank uh thank my source but also actually you know what I feel like sometimes when we talk about um, the death industry, it's always nefarious shit like this. And we always say, like, this is not a reflection of the death industry in and of itself. Yeah. So here's some good news. Recently, New York State just approved uh, human uh, decomposition. Or sorry, human composting. Oh, my God. I was like... (laughs) Finally, people can rot in New York. I was going to say, I think they've been (laughs) rotting in New York for years, my dear. But, yeah, uh, yeah, good for them. Yeah. So, yeah. So people can now have the choice of being composted after after they die. We love to see it. It's very cool. Actually, though. It's great. Um, But anyway, yeah. Thanks to my source. Thanks to WashingtonPost.com for the article, Funeral Homeowner Jailed After Selling Body Parts from Over 500 Victims, written by Victoria Bissett and published January 4th, 2023. Thanks. I hate it. I know. So uh, I'm going to round things off today then. And I've got some some more kind of real world spooky ooky shit for you. But again, it's of a lighter note uh the flavor notes are a little bit lighter on this one okay that's good yeah hints of bergamot we love that i do love i love bergamot you you do i love bergamot that was your 2022 realization it's the one smell that i can just pick out 
of really? an environment. What about patchouli? I don't know now. I'm confused by patchouli. Mm, Julie Patchouli lost her crown. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about it. Yeah. But Bergamot uh, Bessie, honey, she's here. Okay. Duly noted. Now, um, I don't want to diminish anything that we've talked about today. You know, it's all been some real world spooky ooky shit. But what I'm about to talk about is potentially probably the most relatable, like real world spooky ooky shit that we've talked about today, at least in the real world sense that uh, some of us have maybe encountered this experience before. Hopefully, not all of us, but anyway, I'm fumbling over myself. So, question Have you ever gotten a jacked tattoo before? thankfully not yeah you're kind of lucky you started off this past year you've had intent i've had a few jacked tattoos in my day mm -hmm. uh nothing recently thankfully but you know i started getting tats and tats in the early 2000s man uh so i mean i've seen some shit sure yeah i got a half sleeve started in 2005 i got shoulder to shoulder carpe diem with some sailor jerry accoutrement on yes the back. you do i got i got stories to tell honey um but look i'm not even talking in this instance about like tattoos that show where your tastes or aesthetic leanings used to lie i'm talking about like real fucked up looking tats and thankfully i don't have anything like that yeah. you know what i'm talking about like, yeah i'm talking tats like with a z botched. i'm talking a cursed image a fucked up tattoo uh -huh. that despite the best efforts of everybody involved just is objectively wrong on all levels so um what i would like to present to all of you today is a tattoo that was recently posted by a twitter user named wiz fajita and i'm gonna tell you right now we will post this on our instagram as this hits on the early feed because all of you need to see this okay we will post it out of context just because it relates to our general oeuvre as it is so it's that good it is um, or it's that bad tyler i think you've even encountered this what i'm trying to tell people about is that jacked up wednesday adams tattoo that everybody is talking <laughs> about on the internet i have seen i just okay. saw, i just saw tainomi banks post about this today yes yes okay. so you're probably all aware of what I'm talking about right now. This this is a great note to just end <laughs> on because there's not a lot to this story, but this is just something that we can revel in as a community. Oh, we can bash. As a family. Yeah. So this tattoo that was recently etched into actual human skin was meant to be an homage to Jenna Ortega's take on goth icon Wednesday Adams yeah. in the new Netflix mega series Wednesday, which I was reading has has either almost usurped or is on its way to usurping Dahmer in terms of like Netflix popularity. Yeah, and very close to Stranger Things. Like it's big. It's it's, it's a big it, moment. It's bigger than anybody was expecting, I yeah. think. And as like a little goth kid who grew up like wanting to be Wednesday Adams, I I really love it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, the series isn't perfect or anything. No. And I've never really gotten into a lot of those, like, even kind of spooky teen adjacent Netflix things. But I watched it, and I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah, I have to say, yeah. Like, there's criticisms, but there's criticisms what? with most I've things got, in life. I've, I like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I saw that <laughs> in theaters, honey. I don't give a fuck about criticisms. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. I'm just happy that people are deriving happiness from this. Yeah. But what makes me even happier is that somebody went out into 
into the world and got a tattoo based on this. And it not only doesn't look like Jenna Ortega <laughs> as Wednesday Adams, but it actually, as the internet has pointed out, looks like Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> in does. Wednesday Adams drag. It does. It's like, you know, the... Um, the uh, new school style of of tattooing. Yes. It's like that. Yes, but it's but in black and white. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, sure. Uh, but <laughs> it, yeah, the face on Wednesday Adams. It's like baby Samuel Jackson in it's, Wednesday Adams. It's week. amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> it it almost has touches of like Chucky from Child's Play in it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. It's just it is art. It is actual art. Like, I, I appreciate that some people were like, I think they tried to get a Samuel Adams tattoo and it came out wrong. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite responses, one that's being shared a lot is say Wednesday one more time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, again, there's not a lot of story to devour with this one, but <laughs> oh my God, we've started off with the masturbating walrus and now we're here. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing a comment here. People are being like, that's not Wednesday. That's Saturday night. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the thing. Some people are just like, it looks like Wednesday on Monday morning. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. After a long <laughs> ass weekend. And yeah, like all of the reporting about this tattoo is really just sourcing people's funny quips on Twitter. And like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be about that right now. But what I need to do is signal boost the fact that this amazing Wednesday Adams tattoo is out there in the world. It is spooky. It is gay culture. And it is bullshit it to the is. highest degree i want to hear from the person who got the tattoo i feel like there's a story behind it yeah i really do and i want to know more i do too now would you be prepped like say okay so say you got like a botched tattoo yeah say i it, got this tattoo say you got this tattoo yeah. and then it became this like popular on the internet would mm -hmm. you be proud to have that tattoo then or yes. would you be looking at laser removal? Yes, I would be proud to have it. I have enough tattoos at this point that if I had one, that was not like, because I also <laughs> on my body, unless I'm getting it on my neck, like yeah. I don't have a lot of really prominent real estate to give up. Yeah. So that would be like on my butt, that would be on my tummy, on my back, on my chest or something like that. Yeah. Probably wouldn't want it on my chest. No. Um, but like my arms and my legs are pretty much spoken for. Yeah. I mean, this person does appear to have several tattoos. So Great. Good I hope for they them. are proud. They are basically a historic monument at this point. They are. Yeah. 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 And it's like right up there with like the Eche Homo restoration that that old woman tried to do years ago. Yeah. Like, ugh, exquisite. It's, it's fabulous. God, I, I love, love it. It brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. It sure and does. So a big thank you to the artist, a big thank you to the canvas, a big thank you to Jenna Ortega and uh, the folks who put Netflix or Netflix Wednesday out into the world. <laughs> but you know what? Take the original form of the sentence, too. And also a huge awa awa goes to the articles I wrote about this that I got this info from. Uh, Lad Bible wrote, Tattoo of Wednesday Adams gets absolutely roasted online, published by Chris Balsanakis on January 4th, 2023. And thank you to Daily Mail for the article that was written by too many people with too long of a title for what it was, which was a photo of the tattoo and then crowdsourced Twitter comments. Uh -huh. But they wrote, that Monday morning, Wednesday Adam's tattoo meant to depict Jenna Ortega goes viral with hilarious reactions, dot, dot, dot. And some joke, it looks more like Samuel L. Jackson, published painstakingly by Adam S. Levy, Carly Johnson, and Christine 
Rendon wow. on January 5th, 2023. Listen, the Daily Mail doing what they do best. They said, we need three sets of eyes on this shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we can't let anything slip through the cracks. Yes. And make the title longer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's let's move on, shall we? Oh, yeah. Oh, that got me all loose. I know. Feeling good. I that was know. a great way to end the episode. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're not over just yet. We no. do have a few minutes of low sticks advice to deal with. Now, if this is your first time listening to Spooky Gay Bullshit, we like to do this at the end of the show as a little bit of a fun wind down. We post uh, a request on our Instagram every week on Wednesdays or Thursdays in our stories where people can submit low sticks advice questions and then we like to answer them on here first come first serve now if you don't follow us on instagram and you want to submit low stakes advice sorry about it we only take low stakes advice questions through our instagram stories so please don't email them to us write them in comments etc because we are not advice professionals and uh yeah we just won't respond to them unfortunately yeah that's the tea but uh what we will do is respond to all of the ones that we can on instagram so follow us check our stories and submit there uh anything else we need to go over i don't think so cool i vamped long enough so the time up and the questions are too do you want to go first sure okay first question best valentine's gift for a new partner oh okay well i mean you can't go wrong with like a treat depending on food allergies yeah i would suggest do something thoughtful so like if you know what their favorite food is treat them to their favorite food yeah if you can cook them their favorite food oh i like that it's a really nice gesture yeah any advice on open relationships um haven't had one personally however have encountered them a lot with friends in and around the queer community especially what i will say is communication is the key and needs to be at the forefront at all times yep communication and boundaries like talk about it until you're blue in the face so that you know exactly what uh what you can and cannot do and what and so that your partner knows what they can and cannot do yeah so communication boundaries and a mix of the two advice for healing after losing my 16 year old cat maybe a way to honor him feeling sad oh okay well i mean a few weeks ago we did talk about somebody that put somebody's ashes in a butt plug and wore it around with them that is something you can do to honor somebody's memory however maybe not your cat there is this actually really cute service that i learned about this year called cuddle clones oh yeah and they will make a, a stuffy of your animal. You just send them photos, mm-hmm. whatever photos you have, and they will make a, a replica of them. I think they're a few hundred dollars, but like as something to commemorate your pet, yeah. it could be a really sweet thing to do. Also, just if you know of any artists that you like that take commissions and do things, like you can get them to do something of yeah. your pet. Like uh, one of my favorite artists, a sculptor named Katie Kimmel, she tends to do these beautiful vases of yeah. uh, dogs and cats, and they have like, there's a uh, a simpleness to it like a naivete whatever you want to say but it they're real fun and they're kind of irreverent and i actually have like a really fun uh like ceramic todd that she made me that tyler got me for christmas yeah and it's one of my favorite things how to overcome severe heartbreak husband left me out of the blue oh i'm sorry to hear i am that. so sorry that having seen people Ugh. go through that i know that it is incredibly tough yeah and i know that no one can tell you how you're feeling um therefore no one can tell you what to do yeah what i will say is just always know that it's not a reflection of you no it's a reflection of them like don't let their actions uh make you question who you are 
you're always worthy of love and some people just aren't equipped to give you that love. Yeah, and maybe something that you can use as a tool in your toolbox right now is just change the way that you're uh, kind of approaching this process instead of thinking of ways to overcome. Just have faith in the fact that you will overcome this. Yes. And then just kind of reorient yourself and maybe go, so how can I, you know, lean into or, you know, I would just say maybe just trust that overcoming will come in time and look to more active things that you can do in the moment that will bring you toward that process. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a great advice. What should I name my new sewing machine? Oh, Okay, well, it depends on how irreverent we want to get here. Do we want to give it a human name? I love that. I love a really banal human name. We have a hedgehog named Todd. <laughs> yeah. um, I also love going off into the fantasy world. Mm -hmm. The more syllables, the better. That yeah. Would be it. Do you want to do like a long pageant name, like a four name, uh, or like a Nicole Page Brooks? Yeah. Like that. Like Michelle Bronco Dupree. Oh, we love that. Especially if it has like, or like Michelle Bronco Singer or something like that. Like if it's yeah. a singer brand. That's a great idea. Yeah. Michelle yeah. Bronco brand of sewing machine. Sure. Yeah. We love that. Should I dye my hair like blonde with the black streaks? Sure. Oh, and if yeah. you don't know, try a wig. And they say like blondie, like Debbie Harry. Oh, like blondie with yeah, the black streaks. Yeah. 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 I yeah, thought, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. I'm um, going on a trip. Tropical. 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 Lots of bathing suits. Uh, wax or not to wax. You know what? That's, that's totally up to you. You should be doing yeah. it for yourself. Like, if people are offended by body hair, then those people could just fuck off. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. So do it if you want to do it. If it makes you uncomfortable to do it, don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, and should I get a new or should I get new furniture for my newer apartment moving to a nicer complex? Do you want new furniture? Yeah. That's probably my first question. Yeah. Um, I would say if you are like keen to buy furniture for your new place, live in the place for a little while before you do so that you know how you want to exist within it. So maybe live with your old furniture for a little while and then see if there's anything that you do want to upgrade based yeah. on like your new layout. Yeah. And if you really want to upgrade something right now and you got to a little bit of money to burn like maybe look at some throw blankets or some throw pillows something sure. to add a different vibe to your furniture um i recently came out as bi what should i do to express it even though i'm in a hetero relationship you know i hear this from a lot of friends who are bi but are in like a quote-unquote hetero relationship mm -hmm. and basically what i i say to them because i've had conversations with them about it is like you don't need anyone to validate your queerness oh yeah if you are bi you are queer like there's it's not up for debate. Yeah. Um, but if you do want to find a way to express it, you could always get like a keychain with the bi flag on I was it or say, something like yeah, that. Like you can use the colors, you can use the flag to represent yourself. If you don't want to be as uh, straightforward with it, uh, you know, then you could just have some queer pride things mm -hmm. uh, and then maybe that can open up a conversation. But yeah, I I. It's one of those things where it just depends on how much you want to show it to the world. It's like a nipple piercing in that way. Yeah. You know? It's because it's also it's just one of those things that sometimes you're just like, I this this just this thing that I know and that's okay too, and I'm cool with that. So yeah, it have fun. Absolutely. That's what I gotta tell you. Ways to entertain my dog when it's raining outside. 
Ooh, you know what? I love dog puzzles. Yes. These like puzzle things that you can put treats in that make them really have to work their brain. It's yeah. a good way to wear Fleetwood out. Yeah, we have one for Fleetwood and it's great for rainy days. Best way to display an enamel pin collection in the home. Some people like to do a frame with like a soft back and then you can uh, press them into that. Yeah, like a corkboard kind of situation. Yeah. And or you can get really fancy looking ones. Sure. Do you have like an old backpack or an old coat or something like that that typically hangs up somewhere? You could like like display them on the back of that and try to turn it into a bit of a showpiece. Totally. Um, how, ooh, there's the timer. Um, so do you want to pick one each? Okay, sure. Wrap things up. Okay, right. do you want to go first or do I want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Um, how do I stay positive and keep writing after nine literary agent rejections of my children's book? Well, I'll save you on the whole pep talk about how a lot of writers that have had masterworks had, you know, hundreds or dozens of rejection letters on their way there. I'm sure you've heard that by now. If not, I highly recommend looking into that because it like it's a very common thing. A lot of people get a lot of rejection letters. But outside of that, it fucking sucks. And mm -hmm. what you need to remember right now is also where we are in history. This is the beginning of 2023. Uh, publishing is changing, media is changing, we are coming out of a global pandemic that we are still actually in and there are waves and again like companies have had to restructure and people are changing the ways that they digest media and with all of that being said, the fact that you got rejected may not have anything to do with your writing, with your book, with your idea whatever mm -hmm. it could literally be like the fact that people have a backlog that they're dealing with this that or the other all of that to say there are millions of reasons why rejection letters come through so what you need to keep paramount in your mind is that you are inherently good you are inherently doing your thing which is good you have brought this project to the point that it is by your own you know curatorial spirit or you know with your you know mind and the people around you kind of helping you but regardless um keep doing you and you know keep putting your project out there and keep sharing it with people if criticism needs to be applied to it if things need to be worked on people will tell you and in a loving way you can work through that but don't get discouraged that's all that i can really say to you absolutely yeah you'll just especially in the creative field you'll get way more no's than you ever will yeses but if you don't even put yourself out there to be rejected the answer will always be no absolutely you know but there there a yes could be just around the corner so yeah, don't stop exactly please just do not stop throw yourself out there throw things at the wall even if you don't have the energy to put yourself out there don't be afraid to put your work out there like just do me a favor and just don't fucking stop trying shit out because i at 34 right now i've seen enough of my people that i've even come up with who have had like a few you knows and have just stopped trying and it breaks my heart to fucking see it mm -hmm. um and like just please 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 keep trying yes that's what i have to say i'll double down on that uh so one more question uh, how do i get on a better brushing flossing routine mental illness ruined that for me mm. um so recently within my own therapy sessions we've been talking a lot about mindfulness and that's kind of one of those buzzwords that i've always heard thrown around oh practice mindfulness practice mindfulness and never really considered what that actually means and something that my therapist has kind of told me is that mindfulness doesn't have to be this big grand 
thing. It's just about doing something consciously. If you're doing it for 30 seconds, if you're doing it for a minute, just to be like, I am doing this thing right now and I'm only going to think about this thing. And you could apply that to something like brushing your teeth mm -hmm. where you're just like, you're going to get up and then it's just like, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to think about anything else for two minutes. I'm just going to brush my teeth and I'm just going to focus on that. And it, it, it's going to take practice. You're not going to wake up and just be able to do it automatically. You're going to have to, you know, flub it up a lot, but eventually you will kind of train yourself to maybe have that sort of thought process. Totally. So it's just about practicing it and applying a lot of like, just being very conscious about what you're doing in mm -hmm. the moment. And it's easier said than done. It is, um, but it, it might help get you started on, yeah. that, on that trajectory. Yeah, and I mean, you could even turn it into a thing where it's like once you do that, you unlock something that you can then do next to start your day or end your day. Mm -hmm. You can kind of, you know, create a bit of a cause and effect chain with it that your mind can kind of lock in with to go, okay, so then, you know, when I do this thing, when I'm getting ready for bed, I have to brush my teeth and floss before I do this because, you know, just like figure out a way to kind of build it into creating comfort for yourself. And that's it too, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm laying in bed and it's like, oh, I forgot to brush my teeth. And then I'm so tempted to just like be like, oh, I'm just going to sleep. I don't care. But then I'm like, no, but I'll feel good after I do it. Yeah. So I'm just going to get up and do it and I'll feel even better than I feel right now. Yeah. But you're not alone. And it is something a lot of people deal with, even though they will not even admit it absolutely so congratulations for being vulnerable for being like willing to ask questions about this yeah and like you've got nothing but our love and support 100 okay now with that being said thank you to everybody who submitted low stakes advice today hopefully we've been able to you know shed some light on things but uh again you know if we're not able to get to your questions uh we're very sorry we do everything we can to answer as many questions as possible but we like to talk yes we do now with that being said though uh we do have to get out of here because we could just talk all day and all night so uh again if you do want to follow us for submitting low stakes advice questions you can find us on instagram twitter facebook at that's spooky pod but again instagram is the only place where it's at <laughs> um sorry tyler's looking at me like are you really going to give these people a pop quiz um it's how I'm segueing into the things at the end. It's my thing. It's my art. It's your um, art. So yeah, that's spooky pod. Now, if you add a gmail.com onto that, that is how you get to us through email. So that's spooky pod at gmail.com. You can send us your spooky gay bullshit. You can send us your listener stories for the main show, or you can send us your pet photos. If you are so inclined, we love to hear from you. Um, you can also check us out online. You can contact us through there, listen to episodes, etc. at that's spooky.com. You can also find our store through there or just go directly to that spooky.com slash store that has our merchandise there and the link to our bonfire apparel store there which uh, is where they do 365 merch printing all that kind of stuff um print to order merch you get my draft anyway uh finally if you want to support the show you can always leave us a five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on the ratings are a really great way to show some support for completely free and they are still even after four years in the game baby they are still very helpful on those apps so please submit them we like to read the reviews uh at random on the main show at the end of the show as a little thank you so if you submit your five-star star rating and review we will add you to the pool if you're listening to us on an app or you can't leave a review you can email that to us and finally check us out on the secret society that doesn't suck at patreon.com slash that's spooky that's right 
Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I had to burp, so I just pushed it to Tyler for a moment. Sorry, and I was no, it's okay. Totally, it's totally zoned fine. out. No, 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 no. it's fine. So we've, bad. we've bought enough time. I'm, I'm so bad. No, it's, I'm, I'm so bad. We're there. We're there. It's cool. <laughs> but that's spooky doc or patreon.com slash that's spooky. It's a real good time. So many burps to be had. Oh, hell yeah. Actually, no. We... Yeah, we don't edit out the burps on the Secret Society. That's a lie. What? That's a like, lie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, Johnny, I'm being bad. Okay. Okay. Julie noted he's a bad boy um but yeah it's a real good time you get more of our bullshit over there and uh, yeah there's just a ton of stuff depending on what tier you sign up at to get all the information at patreon.com slash that spooky and aside from that that's pretty much it that's it yeah good job johnny thank you tyler now one question is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here today i don't think so okay Mm -mm. okay all right well i guess that's it then uh if you want to catch us you know where to do it on the flip side <laughs> wow yeah we went from being bad to being cool fuck yeah top that <laughs> um and uh yeah don't forget we love you very much kissy kisses and as always if you're gonna be a bitch be a spooky b-i-c-t-h in that order bye, bye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.